This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. Well, just last week we spoke with real estate guru Ray Ellis about difficulties renters are facing in New South Wales, increases in prices, a competitive market, the uncertainty that comes with renting. One man who wants to deliver a fairer rental rules, a series of rules for renters and owners, and he wants to be also the next leader of our state. It's leader of the New South Wales Labor Party, Chris Minns. Hello, Chris. How are you? G'day, Amanda. G'day, Jonesy. Hi, Chris. And today, apparently, you want to make a big announcement that you say could be a game changer for rentals. Tell, renters. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're announcing a portable bond scheme. So basically what that means is rather than you having to dip into your pocket if your lease is extinguished and you have to go and find a new property, your bond will be held by the New South Wales Rental Bond Board, which means you don't have to dip in your pocket to get that $2,000 that you might need for the new title. And if you consider that to move properties in New South Wales costs around $4,000 every time you move, we Mm -hmm. hope that this is in effect a way of saving some money in a really tight financial market when people are obviously finding it very difficult to make ends meet. Because this is one of the things we discussed last week is we tend to forget that over a third of Australians rent. All our TV shows and our pop culture, all of our ethos is about owning your own home. But a third of Australians are in this scenario without rental security, with, as you say, an expensive time every time they have to change locations, maybe change schools. There's no security in renting in the same way they might be in Europe where you can rent for years and years. It's tough, isn't it? Absolutely. And the other part of it is we're going to look at ways of clarifying the rules by which a owner of a property can end a lease agreement like they've got in every single other state other than New South Wales. And yeah, Amanda, you're absolutely right. There's over 950,000 renters in this state, a growth of 17% in just the last few years. And we've got the weakest protections in the most expensive market. So we've got to make changes. And there's a lot of talk, Chris, about the pros and cons of land tax versus stamp duty. So... Firstly, with land tax, for example, if you had a house, say mum and dad had a house, and then it's worth a lot of money, so it's worth four million bucks, does that mean that they'll have to pay tax on that? You know, can it be retrospective? Or No, Josie, to be fair to the government, their plan is for first home buyers only. But we've never had a land tax on family home in New South Wales ever before, and that's really what our reluctance about this measure is all about. One of the reasons for that is a lot of listeners would know that if you're not on the property market, you'd know that housing has doubled in the last 10 years, but wages have remained flat, stagnant, or even declined in real terms. But you have to pay your land tax liability out of your salary, even though it's based on the value of your property. And that's always been my concern about land taxes, particularly for family homes, the ability to pay for it, particularly Mm. when you consider everything else that's been going up. And yet stamp duty, though, is such a big chunk to outlay at the beginning. It is. It is absolutely the case that that is a big chunk, and um, I understand that that's certainly the circumstance for many first-home buyers. But if you hold that property for several decades, if it's a forever house that you buy first up, then uh, you'll end up having a stamp duty liability or a land tax liability over 30 years of about 150000 whereas just up-duty stamp duty would be upfront stamp duty, I should say, is 50000 So upfront stamp duty of 50000 long-term liability for land tax of 150000 So what might look good in its first blush mm. may end up being a liability that you have to pay off forever on your family home. So at the moment when you're with your bond, every time you move, you have to, that transaction is with the owner of the property or the real estate agent who's dealing with it, it doesn't go to an independent rental board, bond board, which it will now in your scheme. 
That's exactly right. And the New South Wales Rental Bond Board, it's a similar scheme that's in operation in Queensland. So if you've got a bad tenant who's ruined your property, then you can apply to the New South Wales Rental Bond Board to get access to that bond for the previous uh, occupant. And if the new occupant for their new home will have to top up their account if they're in arrears. But you can imagine that trying to stitch together Two thousand, more than two thousand mm. dollars for a bond after you've just had your lease extinguished is very difficult, particularly for young people. And the thing I've been constantly hearing for the last six months in New South Wales is that we're losing teachers, nurses, police officers, firefighters to other states. And the main reason is it's just too expensive to live and work in Sydney. So mm. we have to make sure we're making every policy change possible to ensure that people can live and work in this great city. Because if we don't make changes soon. We're going to lose all of these young people to other states. We're in a big competition with them. Yeah. I remember when I was living in Musselbrook, I got my bond back. And this is back in the days when they gave it to you in cash. And I got it and it was like 1500 bucks, which was like a fortune back in 1993. And I was putting my baby son in the car and I left the, the little packet of money on the roof of the Kingswood. Oh, no. And then drove all the way home and I was just saying, oh, at least we got that cash. And Helen goes, yeah, at least we got that cash. And then I got home and I, as I got out of the car, I looked and there it was just still sitting on the roof of the car. Oh, you'd left the baby behind, just, but just you had Just sitting on the, the roof money. of the car and I just went... <laughs> I, I, oh. I tell you, my sphincter couldn't get tighter at that moment. Did you just close it, Joe? I just, did you just pretend that it was in your pocket. I, I just closed my sphincter. I just went. I grabbed no, it. No, not your sphincter. Did you keep your other pie hole shut? I just didn't say a thing. That's the no. first time I've admitted. That's the first time I've admitted that publicly. <laughs> your face is very red. Well, I was like, whoa. Well, Chris, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you for joining us, the Honourable Chris Minns, leader of, leader of the opposition. Thank you for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Josie. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you.